friends, and welcome back to another podcast episode with the lovely Hair Hurts Me magazine ladies. My name is Lauren Bellamy. I am the founder, one of the writers, and one of the editors of the magazine, and I'm going to allow my co-workers to introduce themselves real quick. Hi, my name is Roshni. I'm an editor, writer, and content creator for this magazine. Hi, my name is Jamie. I'm a writer and editor for the magazine. Thank you, ladies. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about our lovely theme of the month for November and December 2021. And that theme or thematic idea is home. And we're not talking about just a like simple little, you know, when we all think of home, we think of our house. No, I mean, that could be a part of it, but we're going to be talking about what, like, what does that truly mean to us? Why do we find so much solace in home? Is it because it's what's familiar to us? Is it because of the people there with us? What is it? And we're thinking about this as we are all college students. And even though Jamie and I are commuters, like everyone else in our magazine are, you know, going away to school and everything. And they finally came home for Thanksgiving and everything like that. So it's just, you know, we're just gonna have a fun little conversation about it. And yeah, it's gonna be great. So who wants to start us off? I, I want to say something about the concept of home because yeah. what I think is super interesting. This is going to sound so cheesy, so I want everyone to forget what I just said the second I said it. But I think the word home as like more an emotion, you know, like like my parent, my mom, my parents. <clears throat> when I came back for Thanksgiving break, they were like, "Oh, you must be so excited to be home now." And I'm like yeah but I don't really care like if I'm in my dorm or if I'm here like in the house and they're like what's that supposed to mean and I'm like I mean I care more that I got to see you guys as opposed to coming back to my house I mean I'm emotionally attached to my bed but that's a whole other story but um yeah I just think it's more like an emotion you associate with like comfort and like familiarity is that even a word I even say that right I don't know but it's like you that's know right. yeah thanks that like I don't know whatever makes I think because I think home can be like many different things. Like I don't think it has to like refer to your house. It's just but like it typically does refer to buildings. Like I would definitely be like, oh, I'm going home to my house. But I think that's more because of my emotional connection to the people and like certain things in it as opposed to like the place, you know? Yeah, that's my two cents. A hundred percent. And I love that because I do think, you know, when I was going in my little blurb at the beginning, I was thinking about how home is really like how you make that home. What makes that home? It's not the house. The house maybe, possibly maybe a big part of it, but it's the feeling that you have when you are home. What about it makes it home? Is it being, you know, with your family? And, you know, even though I'm a commuter, I'm at school all day long. And so I get really tired of the people around me at school that I can't wait to get home because I can't wait to get back to my family. I can't wait to give a get a hug from my mom and talk to my dad. And he's, you know, throwing shade about something. And then, you know, me and my sister are going crazy about something you know, that's like what I get excited about. And that's like, when I think of home, I just think about being with them because they're my favorite people in the world. So, you know, they're like my solace, my comfort when I come home. And we all just happen to be in this nice little house and we are always in our family room. That's like, when I think of home, that's what I think about this image of all of us together, sitting on the sofa, watching a movie or something. Jamie. Yeah. I definitely agree with what you both are saying. That just like reminds me 
of how I had seen a friend yesterday who I hadn't seen in, I guess, over over a year. And because she had went to college in a place that's like a bit further from where I am. And so we had met for like the first time in over a year. And like being with her, it's like automatically just gave me a sense of comfort. Like for a lot of people, like I struggle to like actually be comfortable with them. Part of it is because I'm introverted, but the other part is that I just don't like being around people who I don't know. But like when I was talking to her, I just felt so at ease. And that just made me feel like I was at like almost a second home. I love that. That's so sweet. Oh, I love that. And it's true. And I do think that is, it's like, you know, I always get excited when all of us are like able to get together. We've only been able to do it like three, maybe four times or no, it's probably only been twice when it's been all six of us together. Yeah. And that is like really kind of just sad. Cause like, you know, I love being able to be with my friends, but this group of friends more so because of how close we've become, you know, with the magazine and everything, everything like that, that it's just like our calls, which we haven't been doing as much as, you know, miss, you know, that's the thing that would be like, oh my gosh, yep, we got our weekly meeting. Let's do it. Let's talk. Let's just, you know, vent and rant. And it's because we are comfortable with one another and we can just share and not have to worry about what's being said or what we're saying to be like, taken out of context or anything like that like I think we we've created a home within the magazine as well just in terms of our friendship and like what we're doing because the thing that makes us do it is like yeah it's there but it's the you know camaraderie and friendship and relationship that we've all created as a group that makes it comfortable completely agree with that and I think that does boil down like the concept of home to like at least having like one simple notion to it. I feel like there's a lot more to the concept of home, but one thing that's like common ground is that it's like kind of a safe space, you know? I mean, ooh. sort of. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? Sure. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with the safe space thing, but I feel like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna end my sentence there. No, I need to hear the safe space thing. I'm excited. Um, no, it's just, it's like, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say. I don't actually, maybe not, hmm, maybe not safe space, but just like feeling safe regarding certain things with the people you love. I mean, that might not be inclusive to everything, but you know, just like some level of safeness is there. But, you know, actually, no, that's like a horrible definition of what home is. A safety net. There's like a security situation there or a safety net kind of thing. Okay, yes. I did a bad job explaining that, but yes. <laughs> I completely understood what you were saying. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate but, that. That is, that is a very good point to bring... Roshni, I don't know what I was saying for a second, but that is a really good point to make in the sense that it's this little area of place or place, and it doesn't even have to be like a physical place. It could be a Zoom call or a Skype call, you know, where you're able to just kind of 
talk to people who are close to you and be able to just be vulnerable and be able to just like kind of talk about things that you don't feel comfortable talking about with other people in the sense that you can just be free in that and like not have anyone judge you because we are in a very judgy time. So being able to have that kind of safe space is very comforting and it makes you feel like, okay, this is something I can be in all the time because I can be myself. I don't have to do, you know, I don't have to pretend to be this way or like this thing or whatever. You can just be yourself, talk about what you want and then learn about other people in the same process, you know, and stuff like that and be able to kind of connect, you know, together and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Is oh geez, I hope I can remember what I was intending to say. I have like all the thoughts there, but I can't structure them right. Um, so yeah, like I agree with it because you can usually like see how you're performing in public. Like you aren't usually your authentic self in public. I think we discussed that in the last podcast. Yeah. So we usually like aren't really expressing ourselves fully in public. So it's like that sort of thing needs to be like cast out somewhere. And the reason why home is so secure is because you can cast out that expression. And I think like for people who aren't safe around their family, that that leads to like the major issues of like not knowing who you can trust or perhaps like expressing it to everybody and just like not knowing how to restrain yourself or how to express a certain amount of yourself of when you don't really know who you can trust and who you can feel safe around. Yes, that's definitely, um, that, that, sorry, I don't know, yes, yes, everything to what you said is, my answer to that is yes, and I wanted to add to that and be like, I think family, I mean, it's, family definitely does not have to be blood, you know, like, family is what you make of it, you could technically cut off all your blood relatives and start your own family, I mean, people start their own families, but like, you know, just find random strangers and be like, we're family now, and then build those bonds until you actually feel it, you know, like, sure, um, people say blood runs thicker than water or something, I, but I know there's a second part to the phrase that people cut off that makes it, because you know, uh, Jamie, I think Jamie knows it, oh, she doesn't know it, sorry, I misread that, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Um, I know there's a second phrase part to it, but <clears throat> I think what I'm trying to say is that if you don't really have to consider the people you feel unsafe with, like even if they're blood, you don't really have to consider them family. You can consider whoever you want to be family and they can be your home. It doesn't have to be blood people. He, I need to stop saying blood. <clears throat> the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Ooh, I like that. Jamie, that was by Jamie. I mean, she didn't come up with the phrase, but like... That's Jamie says that's the original quote. She's typing it just to get rid of confusion there. <laughs> yep. Yes. LOL for like that little exchange. But um, <laughs> yes, I think that is a really good point because 
Um, and I think we talk a lot about this within the magazine, like just because we're talking about like an overall arching thing. And while we all may have that, you know, solace at home with our families and everything, not everyone has that. And it's important to know that it's okay to, it's not, you know, that your family is not the people you go to to have that safe space. That's why it's so important to just find people that you mesh with well, that you know, you that you can trust through and through that will always have your back. And, you know, you know, a lot of people are saying like friends are your family that you choose in the sense that, you know, these are the people you choose to, you know, be around to, you know, celebrate, to love and everything like that. And so, you know, sometimes people's friend groups are way stronger than, you know, their, you know, family at home or anything like that. Or maybe they grew up without a family, you know, and stuff like that. So it's really important to just acknowledge the importance of having a group of people that are always going to have your best interests at heart, but are always going to be there for you and not try to negate your experience or trying to tell you this, that, or the other, instead of just hearing you out, because you also just want, it's, it's like a reciprocal feeling. Everyone should be able to do that. And everyone should be able to feel comfortable to just be themselves and have a safe space. I think that makes sense, but I don't know for sure. That okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna add to that and just say, life is too short to hang around fake people. Um, find yourself a real group and that, can, that could be hard. We get kind of lucked out here with the group we found, but you just gotta go knocking down people's doors and if they're real, they'll open up. I mean, that's not true. Don't knock on strangers' doors and ask them to be your friends, kind of weird, but um, just like, you'll find people. Just gotta open yourself up as terrifying as it can be. Like I went to college and I thought, how the heck am I gonna make friends? Somehow, I ran into some people, said some words, it happened. Same thing about high school. Ran into some people, said some words, stuff happened. It's kind of how friendships made. How Roshni and I became friends. She literally said, I'm a unicorn. And I'm like, I love that. And she was like, thank you. And, you know, that's how it started. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, some words. As uh, our example, that was the example given. Words were said. Friendship happened. I told her I was a unicorn. She appreciated that. I liked that she appreciated that. Made me feel welcomed. Hence, a friendship. That was a very demonstrative <laughs> example. What else do we want to talk about, fam? Um, Maybe what object reminds us of home? Mm. See, Jamie already <laughs> always got some nice questions for us. Like, it's perfect. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like to go first? Uh, hmm. Well, like, I'm pretty sure both of you guys have, like, stuffed animals, too, right? Yes. Yeah. I have, like, a lot. But they aren't as much as I used to have. So, like, those are one of the things that remind me of being at home. Because they're so fluffy. And fluffy things are very homely is not the right word. They're very endearing, I should say. Homely is a, has a different meaning, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Um, another thing, I guess, I think it would be 
my old paintings from elementary school. They like just remind me of like really how long I've been here and just like everything that makes me happy. That's so sweet. I love that. Oh. <clears throat> um, okay, I guess something for me. You guys can't see it, but I have this giant stuffed unicorn that's like the half the size of me. It kind of looks like a pig, which is my mom, which is why my mom calls it piggy. But it never leaves my bed. And it was kind of funny to see how she grew from hating it to loving it. But, um, yeah, this thing, it never leaves my bed. So, never leaves my house. So, kind of reminds me of home. And I guess it's kind of basic. But also my bed. Because, like, it's so nice, my bed. I love my bed so much. So, this reminds me of bed. And my shower. It has this certain water pressure that I'm so attached to. <coughs> Sorry, had to clear my throat. But like, whenever I go to hotels, <laughs> whenever I go to like hotels, <laughs> or like, if I'm in my dorm room, <laughs> I'm like, the water back at home is so much better. Can you be like attached to water pressure? I am. That water pressure. This blanket, so, oh, it's so nice. It's a, it's a really fluffy blanket. It's for a king size bed, but I took it from my parents' bed. And I really like it. She doesn't use it anyway. They use some other blanket. I don't know why they need that one. But this one reminds me of home. And, oh, the books on my bookshelf. I read those when I was, like, a kid, but they've all stayed there. Because I kind of stopped purchasing books. Now I just read them online because it's cheaper. But I, I prefer handheld books. Like, I want to get myself a whole library when I get my own place. I'm going to build my own library. It's going to be so fun. Um. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's it. I want to build a library myself, but I love how you have so many things that just, like, remind you of home. And I do think that is true. It's, like, little things from our childhood that either were always with us in, in our beds or, like, always around the house, you know, whatever. Um, I moved, like, 50,000 times, so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to have, like, that, like, main thing. I think what reminds me of home, though, it's really... Um, I would say like probably my mom's mother's blanket because that has followed us the entire time. And it always smells like my mom, which is like pleasures, um, Estee Lauder perfume. And so it smells so heavenly, but that is like something that is like, I think our blankets that we have in the house, especially that. And one of the quilts that um, was also my grandmother's, like those are things that I really think about at home. And also the stuffed animals that she gave Amber and I, or gave me, and, um, you know, we passed down. Like, there are two bears that are from my mom's mom, and then there's another bear from my dad's mom that, like, Amber has in her room. But those are things that I think about at home. It's, like, the things that have been passed down for, you know, multiple generations and things like that. So, and those are the things that have just continued to follow us around. So I always think about those when I think of home. And I just think of my family because, like, I just, I really look at them as my home, as my comfort, you know, because I prefer spending time with them all the time over most people in the world because they don't annoy me for long periods of time, you know. So Can I just say how cute it is? pandemic together. <laughs> I just want to say how cute it is, how much you're, how close you are with your family. And so okay. the whole family is so cute. Thank you. They're all such sweeties, especially her mom. Her mom's amazing. 
and her sister. And I don't know enough about her dad, but her dad's probably amazing too. <laughs> I don't know that much about her dad, but he's probably amazing too. <laughs> I mean, he's very quiet, but he he's sweet. He's sweet, you know. A lot of dads are like that. Ooh, um, we could. Mm, okay, how about this? <clears throat> how do you think? our concept of home is going to change once we start our own lives have our own families and stuff like because we're all emotionally attached to the place where we grew up and like our home here with our parents and stuff but like once we start our own family like because people i mean i guess it's like can we have multiple um i mean we can have multiple homes it's a stupid question but like how do you think that would like our your new home would differ from your old home like emotionally how would that be you know what i'm trying to say yeah you catch my drift okay i see yeah. nothing i like nodding i'm picking up what you're putting down lol well, i don't know why people say that that makes me like cringe okay for some I'm reason i'm like they're like are you picking up what i'm putting down I'm like, <laughs> yeah <"What?"> <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yes i get what you're saying i do jamie do you want to start Okay, I'll just pick up what you're putting down. <laughs> um, oh, geez. Um, I guess, well, for all of us, we're really in the roles of daughters still. Like, I guess to some degree that we're all, like, still relatively dependent on our families. So, or at least our elders slash ancestors slash parents. And so... I guess it'll be just like really different feeling or being the person that influences other people. Like, I guess that will feel more responsibility in the home rather than, I suppose, being the receivers. There's like a missing part in there. <laughs> like, I suppose that like the responsibility as like the caretaker or the caregiver, I mean, then it'll be more so that we'll have an obligation to the people in our home, whereas we didn't really have that responsibility before. And so we'll have a lot more agency in directing how how our other people in our home are perceiving it to be, I suppose. It's actually a really good way of looking at it. I didn't know what answer I was going to give when I asked that question. I really just wanted to hear more of your thoughts on it, but that was a really good answer to that. It made a lot of sense. That's very true. I think, like, Jamie, you know, she she is the um, queen of wisdom in the magazine. Um, you know, that was, like, such a good point because I I keep thinking about how I am so dependent on my parents. <laughs> And like, you know, I have a job and now I just bought a new computer, but now I have to pay this computer off. And like, this is like an actual bill and it is stressing me the heck out. And I'm just like, this is one little computer, one little computer. And you think about how much our parents have to pay every month. So it's like, that is stressful. So I do think that is interesting, but I do think like our parents made 
they made our home such a safe space that that's why we consider it home of how they, you know, either raised us or how much they, you know, showed their love to us and everything like that. Like there are different points of how they, you know, what they've done to cause us to know kind of like what does home feel like and what does love feel like? I do think that's a big point of that. Cause if you don't have a lot of love in your household or you don't have like a lot of people taking the time to care about you and like actually show you that they care about you. I don't know if you would have the same appreciation for your house or for your home as you do. But since we are so close and since we are such a loving family, I I hope to continue that when I when I have kids and get married and all that. But um eventually we'll see how that happens. But I would want to keep carrying that on because that's something even though you know not every day was perfect in our household, but for the most part, that is what we always had. It was always like, we're going to be doing this together. It's not going to be one person doing it or this person doing it. Like we always, you know, run errands together majority of the time. We always, you know, watch movies together, go to the movies, go to go on vacations and stuff like that. And that is like, you know, the ongoing feeling of home and comfort. It's just the constant love and care we all have for one another. So I guess I hope to carry that on in my future with whomever I, you know, I am interacting with, if that makes any sense. But yeah, Roshni, you going to add it? <laughs> like I said, I have no thoughts on this. I just wanted to see what you guys would say. Such a mood. Home is important. It is all about what you make it about the people. So home is really all about all of how you make it it is the people around you so home is about the people around you it is about the safe space that you create with either your fam or your friends the family you chose home is everything it could be the physical it could be the physical house or it could be friendships it could be your relationship with your fam fam familia it can be all that good stuff and I apologize to our readers because I sound like I have no idea what I'm saying. It is because of what is happening in the chat right now. So, you know, yes. Anything else, you two? Um, have fun this Thanksgiving break. Eat, eat whatever you want, even if it's not turkey. You could eat, don't eat tuna, those turkey. are cursed. But um, eat mashed potatoes. Roshni loves mashed potatoes. It's borderline obsession. There's no need to sugarcoat. <laughs> but like, mashed potatoes are just so universal. They're so cheap. They're so easy to make. Like, they're so good. Anyway, eat some mashed potatoes. Or whatever else you want. Eat some sweet potato yams. Eat some mac and cheese. Eat some stuffings. Never had stuffing. Okay, again, Roshni, you have to come to my house. Okay, I guess I'm going to Lauren's house. Bye, guys. I want to go there right now. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Yeah, and I just mixed up string bean casserole today. So you can try some casserole. String bean? It's good. Okay. It's really good. I promise you. It's the thing that people be missing every year. And I'm like, y'all are missing out. But anyway, hopefully you all have a great Thanksgiving break because we are, again, getting off topic, but we're just going to end it here so we can just continue our conversation afterwards. Thank you for sitting and listening to our shenanigans. I appreciate Jamie and Roshni for joining me today and us 
you know, we started off strong. We made it like 25 minutes without getting off topic. And then we had like a whole nine minute off topic conversation basically. But you know, it is okay because these are my girls. So we're just going to chill. We're going to vibe. We're going to be excited. What you need to do now is go read the rest of our issue. <laughs> go read our November, December, 2021 issue. Also go check out our woman of the month interview with Kyla Mack, who is our woman of the month for this issue. And have a great Thanksgiving, have a great holiday season. If you celebrate any of the holidays, if you're a college student, get some rest. If you're a student, just get some rest and chill for a bit. Enjoy your break because you deserve it, hopefully. Unless you've been slacking off. If you're just been slacking off, do some work and then go sleep. But anyway, yeah, stay safe. Get your booster if you have already been vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Keep wearing your mask. Keep social distancing. And yeah, adios.